0: Hey there! This is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on One FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of the Brekkie Show, which you can catch six to nine am Monday to Friday. It's the week that was with Max Stankamp of the Shepparton News. Good morning, Max. Playing some more Taylor Swift for you. That's Carolina. That was a kind of a bit of a slow one.
1: It was. It's um it's one of the ones she put out for I think it was Weather Crawdad Sing that movie.
0: Ah yes. Um, good movie. Good movie, good book.
1: Mm, so I I haven't seen the movie or read the book. Okay. Um I basically only know it through that song.
0: Okay, there um, you go. but there we go. It's a nice one.
1: Yeah, as you said, a bit slower. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, a bit more leisurely for your Friday morning. <laughs> That's right.
0: So, yeah, we've nearly made it through another working week. And I must say, today's paper is big. It's got so much in it.
1: The, we were struggling to fit stuff yeah. in there. We're saying what what has to go in, what has to, um, you know, what has to hold back. Um, all of it's online. So if you want to get a, a preview of Monday's paper, there's a fair chunk of that okay. already online. Okay. Um, but, yeah, there's, there was a lot happening this week and a yep. lot happening Thursday, Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's... Well, as you, you said, pretty much as I walked in, um, the story that caught your eye was a sleepwalker...
2: Um,
1: yes. Up in, um, ...up in the Golden Valley. Uh, I think it was Nathalia, was it? Or yeah, she, near
0: Nathalia, Near apparently. Nathalia, where,
1: yes. a, um, where Abby Sizer was staying in a friend's house and was sleepwalking and fell... Out of a window on the second
0: Slep, floor. Sleep walked out of window thinking it was a door. Mm. I think that I've done a bit of um, investigation into sleepwalking because I was a sleepwalker myself. And I think that that can be a problem if you're in a, an environment that it's not familiar to you.
1: Mm, yeah, and okay.
0: awful, I mean, she's t- like a year of recovering from that fall.
1: Yeah, so she shattered her pelvis, had a break and fractured parts of her spine, her Golly. tailbone was out of place. Poor
0: Abby, um, hope you're feeling better, Abby. Which
1: is, yeah, just awful, um, none of that sounds awfully pleasant. So no, the, the,
0: but just really unusual story.
1: Yeah, just bizarre. How
0: bad would the friends have felt? <laughs>
1: Oh, I, I do. You then start locking your windows at that point. It feels a bit. If she
0: comes over again, yes.
1: Mm. <laughs> um, so yeah, thinking of Abby because that's a, an awful situation. There's a GoFundMe um, that they've put together to um, you know try and help recover some of the costs. Um, as you know there's obviously ambulance cover. She'd only just turned eighteen, so it was a mm. bit unclear about you now if she was still on Medicare. You know, parents' Medicare and and ambulance cover and all of that stuff. So. Um, yeah, there's there's some um, there's a little GoFundMe link there if you've got a few spare dollars to to flick Abby's way. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, there's so much I can highlight from today's paper. I mean, you've obviously got a big spread about all the different emergency services and responders getting together to kind of really ram home that road safety message because of the horror start we've had to oh, the year on the roads. Yeah, um, th- that's the big one on your front page today.
1: Yeah, it's just a, an awful situation, and emergency services have just kind of you know at their wits ends. Um, mm. You know, it's one of the, the few times where you know, they normally only get together at, you know, on the side of a road at a serious accident. So it's one of the few times they've actually come together outside of that. And you know, the, the message from you know, pretty much every single group there, from you know, firefighters, paramedics, um, SES, search and rescue, um, police, all the community groups, basically the, the uniform message was, was slow down, like, think about what you're doing, don't be distracted on the road. Yeah, I thought,
0: thought it was interesting, the comments of, the com- of I think there was Ethnic Council uh, involvement, also Aboriginal leaders, mm. to say, for example, the Aboriginal community is about, what, 7,000 people. That's and what
1: Bobby Nichols was saying. Yeah, yeah and, and the,
0: if, the, if there is a death or something, it just absolutely ripples through the whole community.
1: And likewise, you know, um, Sam from the Ethnic Council was saying, you know, that there's some communities that are very small um, in Shepparton, and you know, one death there ripples through, just that there's a huge ripple, and um, know, even when it's, you know, people visiting. So, for example, the the Pine Lodge smash earlier, when they you know, the four people that died were all, fr- you know, from overseas and only visiting temporarily. It still has a, a massive effect um, on that community.
0: Yep. So, I guess, take care on the roads. We, we keep saying that, but uh, things ke- keep happening, so we need to keep saying that.
1: Mm, and, it, it, well, it's very much that thing of people, the people it keeps happening to are the ones that say, you know, you know in their head, of, you know, it won't happen to me. It's yep. fine. It happens to other people and, you know, it... It's happening. It could happen to you.
0: Yeah, it could. Um, Hopefully it doesn't.
1: The uh, the story that really kind of threw me this week um, was the finding out that apparently the flood gauge in Shepparton is eight centimetres difference between uh, what was recorded, you know, for the last 40 years and pre that. So basically it's a, a bit to wrap your head around, but they... Um, for those that haven't like read the It's like the positioning
0: of the gauge, isn't it? Yeah, so yeah.
1: The, the flood gauge used to be upstream of Dayton's Bridge. So that was the, the position that recorded the 1974 flood. And then in the mid-'80s, um, they moved it downstream of the bridge. So it's only moved kind of 10 metres. But obviously the bridge and the, the causeway generally acts as kind of a dam to kind of hold back a bit of the water um, when there is major flooding. Um, so the difference between those two... Those two flood gauges—they've—they've they've done some testing in the last you know, couple of months. Um, it looks like the Golden Broken Catchment Management Authority, and the difference is about eight centimetres in height from either side of the bridge.
0: And all this means?
1: Well, who know? I—I don't know. Well, that—that
0: um, that it probably is higher than we thought. Yeah. So and well, probably the big—the biggest ever flood that we had yeah, it was so October.
1: It, yes, it, it does mean that that you know the the flood. Level it looks like it's probably going to be revised to twelve point one four. I can
0: just hear all these people out there saying, "I knew it was bigger." Yeah, people
1: people <laughs> kept saying it was. It felt higher. It was yeah, higher. It, yeah. You know, I went out to Marupna and there were people kind of looking at power poles that had measurements of the yep. floods in seventy four and ninety three, and the difference was it, it was far more than eight centimeters. Yeah. Um, in a lot of instances, which I think it's it's hard to tell because there's so many so much development in Sheffield yeah, since things then. Have changed. Which yeah. You know people are built on the floodplain, but mm. um potentially massive ramifications for you know their flood emergency response when the data that they're they're using is eight centimeters you know yeah, lower that, than what the actual flood that's level a, is in
0: terms of fl- a flood that is a lot
1: it is a lot and <laughs> looking at you know like lock gary then gets triggered at you know later than it should um yeah. so that's obviously Which a lot
0: of people said is what happened
1: yeah exactly people were like no the water was was too mm. high when they started pulling it out yeah. and that's you know, it's, it's unclear if, you know, it looks like it hasn't been made knowledge to, to people who are in those positions. So it looks like everyone's still going off that old measurement and that old assumption, but that's something that we'll obviously try to, to figure out in the next Gee, week or so. I,
0: this isn't going to make it worse for insurance premiums, Max?
1: Oh, uh, I... Well, who knows? But it's just, it's...
0: Well, we need to know the truth.
1: We do, and the, yeah. the ramifications could be... Could be quite large um, on you yes. know, how we prepare for the next flood and and if we have to update and all there, of our flood plans and, and there will be one of course sorry
0: and there will be one of
1: course yes there will
0: uh, what else do you want to highlight Max I mean there's so so much from the whole week I'm trying to think of quirky stories on a
1: lighter eye. side one of our New Cadets Jembe Archibald caught the dog bus this week.
0: Was um, it? that was Nath- from Nathalia? Yeah,
1: so the bus yeah. comes out from Nathalia. There's yeah. a, a kennels up there where people are able to they have their dog go up there. They are. I use it
0: every Christmas. Fantastic. For the day. Fantastic place.
1: Um, yeah, incredible. And they, they bring a bus down to Shepparton. And yeah, it's doggy day out. Doggy day out. Your kids kind of get to catch the bus, except <laughs> instead of kids, it's dogs. Yeah. Um, so there's a um, a story up online with a lot of photos and an adorable video she's put together. Um, if you need something light and and bright for your your Friday morning, um, we
0: always want we always like to read about dogs, don't absolutely we?
1: Absolutely incredible story, and I'm very jealous I didn't get to go out with her to to do that one.
0: I guess the other thing we should mention, uh, running out of time, of course, is that you got to see a big drug bust. didn't I did. You?
1: Um, so we got a tip off that there was a. Um, a house out at Orvale, which had a lot of marijuana plants in it, so there were about 450 out there. Um, and then they gave us a, a look around inside. Um, so they, they were getting towards the end of pulling out all of the plants. Um, there were a few downstairs rooms that they were still going through. and
0: So was this like no one was actually living there? It was no just one was
1: living there, no. There was no one there. When I think they you did
0: called be. it a crop house, didn't you?
1: Yes, that's what the police were calling it. Um, so, um, yeah, it was certainly a, a decent-sized operation, out there, um, and yeah, the um, there was also some illicit tobacco uprooted um, up at Nathalia and Katunga. So, you know, the 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 drugs. The, the plants are falling. Been, yeah, they've they've <laughs> been pretty busy. So um, that
0: that one at Orvale, like, was the house near other houses?
1: Uh, yeah, it wasn't far from other houses. No, I mean, so as, as close as houses so in Orvale can be to yeah, each
0: other. You just got to um, wonder how people didn't realise that was going on before that.
1: Oh, it's yeah. I don't. I don't. They probably did. That maybe they did, um, and then just lastly to touch on just one sports story, but it's a it's a lovely I'll sports allow that. story. Sorry,
0: I'll allow that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you. <laughs> um, the and Gift is coming back.
0: Yes, um, I, to, I back did an interview t- with uh, Jerry Adams, the Gift president, on uh, Monday. But people may not have heard it, so please recap. <laughs>
1: um, so if you if you did miss that chat. Um, yeah, the gift is uh, coming back. It's been named after um, Uncle George Nelson, um, iconic and very famous shepherd and runner who won oodles and oodles of races, and then trained a stall gift winner as well. He was the first Indigenous man to train a stall gift winner, so they've um, they've named the gift after him. The last one ran in two thousand, and they're yeah they're bringing it back. So they they've got bumper registrations. They. Um, Already, yeah, it sounded like they had it. They're expecting four hundred people to be running. Fantastic. Um, you know, so, so for people
0: who don't know, you've probably heard of the stall gift. Well, this is our sort of answer to that. Not mm. pr- probably quite as lucrative if you win the Shepparton gift as compared to stall, but
1: maybe one day, maybe yes, one m- day might
0: build up. So it's um of various running races. And they're talking about maybe having some novelty type well, not novelty but like team races. So, you know. Maybe mm-hmm. you can get a Shepparton news team uh, together.
1: Potentially. <laughs> maybe
0: we can get a one F M, we'll we'll do a face off. A tag. A run off. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, it'd be a race to see who can fall over the fall over first, I think. Uh, just one more thing I might ask you about, Max, because you mentioned it when you were here last and that was the story about the tower. Yes. Bit of um you know, dodging of responsibility. It looks like very there very
1: much. Um, yeah, nobody really wants a bar of any of that, which has left um, Rotary a bit confused about what's what the deal is. So, for people that missed it last week, um, yeah, there was. Um, is it Sh- the Lions Club? Lions Club, sorry, yeah. not Rotary. I'd, I'd got halfway through the word Lions and went, that, "That's not right." Um, Rotary Club, the Ship Rotary Club went to council and said, "Hey, we want to look at fixing up the um, the tower and giving." The, the tower in the middle of Shepparton, giving that a bit of a facelift, putting a... Sorry,
0: it is Lions Club. It
1: is Lions Club? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was, wasn't one on my list, so you've Kay. thrown me a little okay, bit. Okay,
0: the Lions Club. The Lions Club. Go on, um,
1: sir. Yeah, wanted to clean up the top of the tower and potentially add one of those... Um, uh, you know, you get sometimes those discs that have... This is, you know, 2,000 kilometres to Sydney, you know, 300 kilometres to Melbourne, et cetera. Maps,
0: basically, yeah.
1: Yeah, just a little map at the top. And they waited a year and a year 15 months, I think it was, and then heard back with a polite, oh, no, thank you. And they're just very confused about why it took so long and why there was no request and council kind of said, oh, it's not really our responsibility and Telstra said, oh, it's also not really our responsibility and they've just kind of been left in the lurch.
0: Some mystery responsibility going Mm, on there. Uh, But it it is frustrating. I mean, I know it's just, it's kind of bureaucracy and sometimes, um, you know, Local government can be a bit hamstrung about what they can do about various mm. things. It's not really their fault. It's kind of regulatory, but you know you've got a community group here wanting to improve a community facility, mm. and they uh, they've met with a brick wall, which is disappointing.
1: Mm, and it's not like they came out, you know, cap in hand, wanting some money to do it. They said, no, we'll we'll do it.
0: And, and it is. It can be. Uh, I haven't been up there for a while, but sometimes when you go up there, it is pretty. It's pretty untidy and mm. yucky. So. Yeah. I've always thought, you know, what more can we do with that? Like, can't we just, like, put some pretty lights on it or something?
1: You'd think, you'd think it'd be a decent attraction when, you know, it's it's so flat. It's the only thing that you can really get a view from, um, considering the top of Sam isn't really open either. Um, but...
0: I believe it was open last night. It was open last <laughs> night. Um, Sam at sunset.
1: But, yes, it's not open that often. No. Um, and it's not easy to get up there, so... Yeah, it's kind of the only viewing platform we've got that's above, that's not the hill next to the lake.
0: Maybe if we keep talking about it, somebody will come forward and say, yes, we can work with you. Maybe. We we live in hope, don't we,
1: Max? We do. We always do.
0: You off to work now? I am indeed. Okay, well, have a good day. Please okay. write more great stories.
1: Thank you. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, well you keep checking shipnews.com.au, you might be able to see some of them jumping up there.
0: I do, always. <laughs> Thanks very much, Max.
2: Thanks, TC.
0: You're on 1FM Live and Local. It is 21 past eight.
2: SDP Tax has been your trusted local accounting firm and has been proudly helping people just like you across the Golden Valley and beyond for over two decades. Are you happy with your accountant? Are you certain that you are receiving maximum tax deductions? Call SDP Tax on 1-300-436-829 and start a conversation today. SDP offer a maximum deduction guarantee. That's right, SDP guarantee that they'll find you the greatest deductions possible with no upfront fee charged. What are you waiting for? Call today. There is no business too small. Call 1-300-436-829 or visit www.sdptax.com. One FM sponsor. South Coast Lime supplies quality agricultural lime direct to the Goulburn Valley. South Coast Lime is highly reactive with a 92% neutralizing value, 35.5% calcium, plus high levels of trace elements. South Coast Lime will balance your soil's pH, improving the uptake of major plant nutrients, including nitrogen, phosphorus, and potassium. South Coast Lime offer bulk freight and delivery direct to your property, anywhere in the Goulburn-Murray region. For quality lime, call Pete and Paul at South Coast Lime on 0488 663 286. That's 0488 663 286. Or find them on Facebook. One of them sponsors The mosquito plague is currently
1: raging across the 1FM listening area. To make things worse, the mozzies can carry diseases like Ross River Fever, Barma Forest Virus and the potentially deadly Murray Valley and Japanese Encephalitis. So prevention is our goal here at Jason's Pest Control. We have sonic mozzie repellers. They admit a sound wave that only the insects can hear and the mozzies simply leave the area. No smoke, no smells and better yet, no mozzies. With a 100% money-back guarantee, call Jason's Pest Control now. 1-800-599-699. 1FM Sponsor.
2: Daryl here from Aussie Ag Supplies. Just a quick message. retractor parts for many brands of tractors. Most of you good listeners know the brands of parts we carry. Over the busy times ahead, if you need new or used tractor parts, call Aussie Ag. Our stocks are large, plus glass doors, etc. Our wrecking stock of tractors is growing along with used tractors and machinery. Call Daryl on 0428235000 I'll repeat that 0428235000 You've been listening to a 1FM podcast